Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeff. Join us on our journey. morning you know what that means please like comment and subscribe hope you guys had a great father's day a little round of applause yeah for all the fathers out there (laughs) (laughs) father's day i didn't even know it was father's day until like the couple days before i honestly forgot Mm. but i got me uh jonathan and my sister we chipped in um i guess the significant others because uh, we all chipped in and got him a new outdoor cooler. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's it. His uh, rusted out. They Great. don't make those things to last. And he would cover it and everything. And it's still like, mm. mine's five years old now. Yeah, five years I've been in the house. And mine's kind of warping. Mm. What's different about an outdoor cooler than like a... Like it's a like just on wheels and has the... Uh, oh, it's just <laughs> like a blue igloo one? Like uh, No, it's, it's like a... Yeah, <laughs> you, something. You it's funny actually hearing you say that because I knew exactly what you were yeah. talking about. Because we all have one. Yeah, but when you like think about a cooler, like then, coolers are all yeah, usually yeah. outdoors. But it's it's honestly just a kind of like a bit of a bar cart yeah. that is okay. a cooler. Like it looks like a bar cart. Yeah, mm. it's got it's on wheels, and then there's a little table underneath it, yeah. and, and then the cooler it. opens up on both sides. Uh, so they flap open, and then it's I got see. a bottle opener on yeah. the cooler oh, itself. Cool. Okay, really neat. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a whole, it's kind of like a, a whole thing. Like it's a, it's not just like a like, regular looking like cooler. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's more fancy, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it really looks the part when you're having an outdoor party. Yeah. You got a nice little cooler nice out there. That yeah. Nice cooler. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never heard that. <laughs> they usually sell them at Costco, correct? Mm-hmm. I feel like Costco is a good spot to buy them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good to then Tommy Bahama, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just, those are nice. I just went to Costco. I did the the trek with the two kids. Um, mm. And uh, let me tell you, after, they were both great. So it's like like you were saying a couple of weeks ago, the whatever the word is. is what's, An- anticipation? Yes. You can't say that. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. That, like, the like you're hyping yourself up, like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Like, and it was fine. It was great. Yeah. Logan was great, and Eli just chills. He just, like, looks around. Like, at one point, someone made a sound, and, like, a G- he just moves his little fat hand. He's like, what? <laughs> 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 <From> over there. <laughs> he's just, like, sucking on his binky. I was just picturing him, like, smoking a cigarette. What? <laughs> just judging. <laughs> so then I promised Logan pizza because it was, like, lunchtime. It was, like, 1230. So we got it, and um, it's funny. He goes... No, 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 I want. I was ordering. I was getting a plane because I know he wants a plane. He's like, no, I want the pepperoni. I was like, all right, I got the pepperoni. Dad, can you take the pepperoni off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. It's like, this was 40 more cents. <laughs> You're going to eat those pepperonis? I'm going to tell like- you, it was soggy. I was not remember. Costco pizza? Like, I remember it being like really good. And yeah. it was not like my past. Uh, I haven't yeah. had it in forever. But my fan. memory was not. Yeah, whenever we go to Costco, we always get, we always get the pizza. It's it doughy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's right. A, a very doughy, doughy pizza. Yeah, it's doughy. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, and I got the hot. I got the hot dog. Logan ate the pizza. I took a bite of it. That's where I was like, I was like, oh, it's not what I remember. But the hot dog, even too, it wasn't what I remember. They didn't have the deli mustard, so like that really uh, 
ruined my hot dog experience at Costco. Costco is big on maintaining their price for hot dogs, yeah, right? Isn't it like a dollar fifty? Yeah, it's great. Like well, pizza pie is what like eight, I think, eight or nine dollars now. Mm-hmm. Wow. The slice was about like just great. Dollar fifty nine, I think. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's the whole thing. We used to get the. I don't know if they still do this anymore. The frozen pizza. Like you could get oh, the yeah. full pie and it was frozen. Yeah. So then when we would get home, we'd put it in the oven. Mm, nice. That was our big Friday night pizza because we would do our big Costco shopping trip. Mm-hmm. We would go in there with two shopping carts. And uh-huh. we were there like every Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> That's wow. how much Costco Do still go every Friday night? Uh, I don't think so. No. Mm. I think it's a lot less now. Costco is the best. I definitely prefer to do the majority of my shopping at yeah. Costco. Us too now. I can go there and it can last like two weeks now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was great. I just hate that they're they open so late. Like that's because I'm like I like I want to like at six a.m. Like I want to be out like go gr- grocery shopping. I like to try to go as early as possible. And so just the fact I have to wait until ten is like it just feels to me it's like it's that, too late. That, remind, that reminds <laughs> me of um. Remember back when COVID happened, they would only allow the old people. They're like, you're only allowed at this time, 5.30 a.m. As soon as it strikes 6.30, get out. You're out. Yeah. yeah. That's me. I'm, I'm that old person. That <laughs> Well, Costco, I think, has early hours for old people. Do they? Yeah. I do they? Yeah. So I was I took off today on Friday, right? And because um, it was uh, dad, dad for Donuts at Logan School. And um, we went around 11.30 and it was packed. Mm. Packed. I'm like, don't you people work? <laughs> yeah, it's, I think every time I've ever been there, it's packed. Yeah, I don't think I've been there on a downtime. Do you guys go to the same one? The one in... Uh... No, I go to the one now on, on Sunrise. I We don't live... It would be too much of a I'll hike to... i the Smith Haven one, though. Okay, so not, yeah, the one... Yeah, for okay, me, it would be you. too much of a hike to go there. Yeah, go to that one, right? Yeah, makes sense. It's still a bit of a hike for me, but... Costco's are worth it. Yeah. Worth the trip. I'm a big fan. I, I always pick Costco over BJ's. Yeah. Although BJ's is great for the pickup. You can do, uh, you could put your order in online and then you just pull up and they bring it all to and your BJ's car. BJ's has a uh, a deli counter, which Costco needs. They do. I think it's Dietz and Watson. I don't know if I'm a fan of Dietz. Yeah, no. It's not Boar's Head. I heard um, the Boar's Head hot dogs got like recalled. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like. Oh, Logan's all right because uh, that's all he that's eats. All he eats. <laughs> if I uh, if, if I forget to pack lunch, what I'll do is when I get to work at Hampton Bay's, I go to King Cullen and they have Boar's Head, and so they have like those packaged sandwiches, you know. Yes, and it's like oh, it's so good. Yes, it's, it's so good. But yeah, we'll, we'll get them. They are good. I I do uh, if I need to a King Cullen sandwich, even Shoprite sandwich is usually relatively cheap. You mm-hmm. get it for like five bucks, and there's Boar's yeah. Head. So. Yeah. Nice stop little. and shop can make a nice sandwich too because i remember uh back when i used to work right next to a stop and shop going there you ask them to make it and you say on the pretzel bread do you guys have a go-to like a, a deli order if you had to pick a deli sandwich like is there a go-to or do you kind of shake it up every time i pretty much so shake it, shake up, it up yeah, yeah. I, I i've always for a long time i do like just like a ham sandwich i enjoy a ham sandwich i'm lettuce tomato banana banana peppers Banana peppers. I love throwing a little banana peppers on mm-hmm. for sure. Pickles, mustard. And yeah. I like a good Italian, like a good Italian yeah. sub too. Did you guys see that uh, someone wrote underneath? They're like, I love mustard underneath our video. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you do. Yeah, very good. <laughs> awesome. We'll keep churning yeah, that mustard. Too. I tell up. you though, I, I don't know if, you've ever, if you guys have ever had a, like a, a Wegmans sub before. A Wegmans oh, no, sandwich. I haven't. 
the best. The best. Like actually the best. I just had one on Monday. Yeah. 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 Cause there's one right around the corner from the office. So oh, nice. whenever I head home, I'll usually grab something. Wait, I, is Wegmans the gas station? No, no. that's Wawa. That's Wawa. Wawa. That's the, I've had a Wawa sandwich. Hoagie. Yeah, okay, Hoagie. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Wegmans is. Wegmans We're is great. We're getting a Wegmans. We are getting a Wegmans. Yeah. They're working on it. I saw the, the fence is up now. They're going to start building the fence that. Fence is up. Anyway, yeah. 2024 or something. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Now Wegmans. I'm so excited. That's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going to be. I'm going to live there. I'm just going to live at Wegmans. <laughs> oh, they're the best. Where is it going to be? Ron Conkmer? Lake Grove. Hmm. Right across from the Smith Haven Mall, hmm. where the Toys R Us used to be. Right? The Applebee's? Miller's. The Miller's. Oh, Miller's. Yeah, in that parking lot. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That used to be what? The DSW and the. Yes. Miller's used to be a Hula Hands? Yes. <laughs> Hula Hands was great. We used to go to Hula Hands a lot. I went there once and I was in 21 and I wanted to try their Hula <laughs> drink. And I was like, oh, when I'm 21, I'm coming back here. Gone. Gone. Closed. <laughs> um, so is this like American? Food? Oh, and we're also, yeah. It's kind of like an Applebee's. A Fuddruckers yeah. is supposed to be coming to uh, uh, Medford. Really? On 112. What is Fuddruckers? Yeah, why do I? It's pretty much a Dave and Buster's. Oh, oh, okay. Like, like yeah, same stuff. type of thing. Nice, cool. I love Dave and Buster's. I enjoy it. Dave I, just, I enjoy their horse racing one. That that game. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you have to shoot the water and yeah, moves. hit the hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've done that one. Or it might be the ball. That that horse racing. I hope they didn't get rid of it because it was old. Um, let's hop into a top five. You got uh, Josh will enjoy this one and uh, top five gaming consoles. Uh-huh. Like of all time, time? yeah, of like, all time, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think? I'm drawing the line at yeah. Atari. <laughs> I just typed in the top. So, yeah. like the the most selling, like the most, yeah, like the highest. Yeah, you don't have got to guess the price, but it would be like the the top. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can't think of the expression, but okay. I'm gonna say. Oh man. The PlayStation Two, number one, yeah. really? Yeah, that was uh, oh, every, awesome. that was a yeah, hot every, ticket. Every, yes, yeah, yeah. that was the first console we got. Was the PlayStation? Yeah, me two. too. We had the PlayStation the original one. First. Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, and then we had the PlayStation Two. Yeah, we got a PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation Two. Two. All right, um, the Wii. Wii is not on there. Ah, oh, mm. I feel like that was a big trend for a while. I'm gonna say the Xbox 360. No, no Xboxes. No, yeah. no Xboxes? Wow. GameCube. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nintendo 64. Surprisingly, no. What? Wow. What is this list? Game Boy. Game Boy's number four. Mm. Like, they're not different Game Boys, right? It's just Game Boy. Yeah, we don't have Game to Boy. start guessing yeah, Game Boy color. So. They're different types. Yeah. <laughs> Advanced SP. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love that. Oh, the DS. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, DS. Yeah. Well, no, what was the one that was the first one that opened up? That was the SP. Uh, that was the SP. That's so, the SP. Yeah, that was the best. Nintendo DS is number two. Oh, so oh, that's right. different. Okay. okay. So we're doing handhelds. Yeah. So, so PlayStation Boy? 2 is number one. Nintendo DS is uh, number two. two. Game Boy is four. I so remember when we would go three. on uh, school trips and everyone would bring their Nintendo DS and I didn't have one. And you can mm. chat on yeah, the DS yeah, to each DS is when you're in a certain proximity. So when we we're on like the bus going. Everyone I was chatting. Either, yeah. I wasn't cool enough. Right, I'm going to say it's a, a Switch. Yep, Switch is three. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
is is it old too? Like is uh like an Atari on there or something like that? No. What are we missing? Is it really obvious? Yeah. PlayStation Four. Yep. <laughs> okay. I was gonna be like, what do we play on <laughs> when we finally play? So you got PlayStation Two, number one. Uh, Nintendo DS number two, Nintendo Switch number three, uh, Game Boy number four, and PlayStation four number five. So yeah, Nintendo's got a lot on that list. Yeah, Nintendo and Sony are surprised the, on the big uh, names. Sixty four, you know, didn't make I th- it. I thought for sure not even three sixty. A lot of people had three sixty. Uh, that's Xbox what I was thinking. The Xbox three sixty would be on the that same. List. I was a little shocked to see this. I I knew PlayStation two was going to be there, but. Yeah, that was like my childhood, PlayStation 2. Like, my brother and I, we played so much. Just like Madden and just all these games. Like We uh, we used to play, we stayed up one night playing um, backyard baseball on yeah. the uh, PlayStation 2. Yeah, Like that was all great. night until we unlocked Babe, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah. And it was like such a crazy thing. You had to hit a grand slam in a certain inning to get him. I remember like Jonathan fell asleep and I think you did. And me and James were just like trucking through. <laughs> <laughs> and we woke up. Yeah. And we got babe. We got babe. <laughs> and then we bat with him. He's like, babe stinks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Babe, it's not that good. <laughs> it wasn't worth all the hype. No. <laughs> Backyard baseball was fun. Were we recently, was it us? Were we talking about Sly Cooper? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was us, right? That was because that was a PlayStation Two game. That was yeah. a great one. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, that. The, yeah, the Jack series, the Jack and Daxter, and yeah. Well, my brother and I we used to do the the Star Wars Battlefront Two. That was a big one. one. Yes, crazy. That was such. A I feel game. like you guys had fun. the one of the Star Wars ones, and I remember it took a while to beat. Um, uh, oh, why am I forgetting his name? The guy who goes, uh, where. Obi-Wan Kenobi says hello there to him. General Grievous? Yeah, General Grievous. Yeah, so I was blanking on his name. Hello there. That's funny how you remember that. Yeah, hello there. (laughs) I remember keep dying and like we kept hearing, he kept saying that over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Uh, We had Lego. General Kenobi. Yes, spot on. We had uh, Lego Star Wars. I don't know Mm. if it was Lego Star Wars. Yeah, that's what we were playing. Yeah, we played that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan and Colin would come over after church, and we would just sit there and play. Mm. We would play Lego Star Wars. Ryan and I would play, and James and Colin would do their vocabulary cards, and then we'd switch. <laughs> <laughs> so we would, that would be the way we would get able. We'd be able to hang out. We're like, we'll do homework while we play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, good times. Word. Ready, good times. ready for this transition. Hit us. All right. So, Josh, you used to work at a guitar center, right? Mm-hmm. I did. So, what was like? One thing, like kids would always try to learn, like on the guitar, like songs. You yeah, mean? like um, that a famous, you know, like uh, Guns N' Roses or Green Day or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, you'd always get the the smoke on the water. I can tell you love that song. million freaking times, and then it would be like, um, Crazy Train from by Ozzy Osbourne. That was like a really popular one. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit more advanced, right? Or no? I mean, is that basic? It's just like fast, but it's so, it's not. Too, it's like in the same area. So, so where I'm going crazy. with this is how many times you've heard like a 12 year old or 11 year old yeah. botch it oh, so yeah. many times, and did that make you feel a certain way towards 
um, Ozzy Osbourne or whatever, you know, where you're like, I hate him. <laughs> where you're like, I can't listen to this. And it's probably like, they stink too. So like your opinion didn't shift on that. Just like my way I'm going into this is like, say how so many people are like with priests, if like they disagree with how priests are or what um, Catholics have done or Christians have done where they're, you know, quick to shut it off. Like you're not going to shut it off. You're going to go listen to the real uh, remastered Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> um, like it's God. It's not, you know, pretty much priests are cover bands to God. So <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Mm. So like you're not going to shut them off. You, you shouldn't shut God off and blame God for something that happened or something that you disagree with that someone else is saying within the church. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the kind of the cliche when priests tend to spew the same stuff over and over again and how it has, it kind of loses its meaning and value because they may or may not truly be gripped by what they're saying it can really impact i can give an example it's like the worst thing is when you go to a church and you're just there to embrace and just like really get into it and then instead of a homily you're just getting lectured on like why you should be giving them money because they need money so like that can that shuts a lot of people off like from talking to people a lot of people don't like that which it has to happen but like like but don't Ah, whatever what they do their thing but what yeah, it always drive me like, nuts when like we would go to like a christmas mass at like some random parish sometime and and that's what they do like they they take advantage of the audience the all the people that are there to just talk about why they should give them money yeah and then they and also they, like it's like you're missing the point here you're not gripping anybody with this like no one, one thing too to that happens with that too is like say the christmas audience that's there people that come the holiday people um you make them feel insignificant or a lot of like people who go all the time, make them feel like I really, it's cold here. I don't belong here. And like, that's not God. Like you shouldn't take other people's, um, what they're putting out there. Like Josh doesn't hate, uh, sweet child of mine because <laughs> he's heard it 500 <laughs> times in guitar center, you know, well, the one, honestly, the one that I hear that I heard so many times, it was kind of a random thing. Like it was always older guys. So every like older guy who would want to learn the guitar wanted to learn the solo from Comfortably Numb, the Pink Floyd song. Mm. And it was like, it was literally, I was shocked because I, I was like, okay, it's, it's not, I mean, it's it's a good solo, but it's not like amazing or whatever. Like, I don't know why it's so interesting, but literally like every single person was like, can you teach me this? And I was just like, <laughs> why, why does everyone like this? <laughs> I don't understand. Pink Floyd was at the door paying everyone to go in there and ask you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bugging me about it, which I learned the solo and I'm really good at it now because of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like out of all the party tricks, why would you pick that song? You know, like, yeah, you, know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, let's, let me just whip out Comfortably Numb real quick. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to hit it. Yeah. You know, it's, I thought about that too a little bit as you're saying that, Andrew, just the mass itself and, I think too what can get lost nowadays and and just normal I think like for a while it really wasn't resonating with me but it's really like a total active participation in mass right it's not just the priest it's it's the whole communion of the mass that that is participating so like 
yeah, you know, you're not going to get a, an amazing homily every time you're there, or you're not going to get a rock star priest every time, but it's also not why you're there, right? Like the whole, you know, reason to be going to mass is to celebrate the sacrifice of the mass, right? So in communion with the saints, with God in heaven, like that's a celebration, right? So it's, I think from a simple way, that's kind of just become one of the easier excuses, I think, right? To be able to just separate it, but really it's a full participation. So like, cause I've been hearing that a lot too within, um, catechism in a year, like for us as priests, like we're also priests, right? Like we're not ordained priests, but we're baptized. Right. So it's also our mission to be actively participating in the mass as well. Right. And that takes time because I, I don't think it's easy to sit there and to be fully embraced in the mass. Right. You kind of got to practice at it, but that I think can help kind of work through any sort of disconnect that you might be feeling from a priest. But if you really try your best to like be an active participant, I think that could maybe help kind of work through something like a bad cover band. <laughs> <laughs> so I can uh, jump into and tell you like where a year, years ago, um, I was like when everything came out with um, all the scandals and the cover ups, I really like took a step back and I was like really disgusted by it. And it took my, my, my grandmother who's Lutheran to talk to me like, and put that out there and tell me like, you know, they're just human. Like, it's not God who did it. Like, and you should stick with your faith and just, that's the importance. Like, you're not going to blame, um, because of this person, like how we're, you know, given all these different examples, you're not going to blame God himself because of what it's run by humans. It's run by, it's run by men. So there's flaw, there's yeah. sin, there's all this. So like, that was one major thing. Like I took from like my, my grandmother who was like, really pushed me back to my faith with that. Cause like, I'm strongly against, uh, as everyone is, um, strongly against that. It really just disgusts me. And I just like the documentaries, like some of the documentaries that come out, like, um, there's a uh, one on, uh, HBO now with, uh, about, um, the subway guy and it's just gross. And the, the, there's one on Amazon. There's all these things coming out. There's one on Amazon about the Duggar kid, the Duggar guy. Oh yeah. I've saw that recently. Yeah. yeah my goodness. So it just, it just like angers me. <laughs> Yeah, why why do we need to kind of put them in a light where it's publicized too, in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, look, it's like everything, I think. Um, at the end of the day, people's experience with anything, right? So if we're talking about faith, that's where, for us, like talking about being priests, like as as baptized, you know, practicing Catholics, like we have the ability to give someone a positive uh glimpse into what it means to be Catholic, right? Like, so same thing with like a song, you know, you play a bad song, people are not going to like the artist, but meanwhile, they have a bunch of other good songs, right? Like, you know, our mission in life should be to be able to kind of give someone a glimpse of the good that can be received through faith, you know? How, how much of that has like truly probably affected all of our lives? Like, even like, I'll, so what Tom Hanks and them like Tom Hanks is a great actor, but because of his political stuff, like I kind of just don't want to watch his stuff anymore. And there's, it kind of ruins that for you. And it's, it really shouldn't, but it's just how many 
little things like that really affect our, I don't know. Perception. Yeah, yeah, perception. Yeah. 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 And I think kind of going back, the big, the important like thing to remember in the midst of all this is like, everyone is at different stages with everything, you Mm -hmm. know, (laughs) which is, I know it's kind of a cop out thing to say, but I think oftentimes people just aren't gripped by the mass because they don't really realize or understand what's happening at mass, you know, cause, cause what you said, Ryan is like beautiful. Like, like it is a communion of, of persons coming together to, you know, participate in the, the sacrifice and to receive Christ in, in within the Eucharist. But, you know, it's a statistic that says like 90% of all Catholics don't believe in it. You know, like they don't believe in the Eucharist. They don't believe that it's really Christ. And so if, you, if they don't believe that, then they're not going to really, like all that's going to matter is what the priest is saying. And that, that's it. Like that's, that's all that's, you know, that's what they're there for is to just be edified by some guy. And if that guy doesn't edify them, then it was a bad experience. And so what, I think what's necessary is for people to have that moment. And I think all of us at one point have had that moment where we can kind of see mass for what it is. And so I think it's, it's just important to, to remember that everyone's at different stages, but like we need that aha moment where it's like, oh, this is Jesus that I'm sitting here to receive, that I'm taking in. And this is why I'm here as opposed to just a message. You know, the innocence of children too, like, um, Past weekend, we had James, uh, they baptized uh, their daughter. And um, I had Abby and Logan were back by me. And right when Father Rob is blessing and I was, they were talking, I was like, shh, Jesus is up there, guys. And then Logan like looks and he goes, oh, Jesus, Jesus. And then Abby's like, where's Jesus? Like looking for Jesus. And it was just very cute. And then when we were going to walk up to receive, she went off to Emily but she was pretty much like, okay, say hi to Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I said, what's up? <laughs> it is cool to look at it through an innocence of, yeah. a, of a child for sure. I think that was a cool reminder too, Josh. Uh, everyone's at different stages in life, in their faith journey, right? Like we talk about join us on our journey. Yeah, like <laughs> it is a good reminder because I think sometimes too, uh, the way things can get communicated in the faith world, like it yeah, it's hard to figure out the right way to kind of like simplify things to be able to allow it to be like a, a universal thing, right? Because no matter what you say, like people are going to think of it differently based upon where they're at in their journey and their life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and something as powerful as the mass, yeah, it takes so much time to kind of transform and understand. And, yeah, like, and I would argue, I'm sorry to cut in, no, but, um, but like I think simplifying it isn't the answer, you know? And because I think that just ultimately removes the meaning from it. And so there is that issue of like, you know, there kind of almost is a little bit of a barrier for entry, but like it's, it's still, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it really, it's the mystery of our faith, right? It's, uh, yeah. And I think that's what kind of in today's world, you know, like you think about, how things are kind of po- talked about, right? You, you've got platforms for everyone to really be able to speak and, and to have th- uh, whatever, right? A platform. When it comes to faith, there are so many different uh, parts of your journey so that it's kind of, in a sense, up to you to find 
what fits where you're at in your faith life too, right? Because you, it's almost like you really have to actively seek it. Um, because if you find the wrong person, you might think, no, this isn't it, right? Like I'm discouraged because I'm not at that point in my faith life. But meanwhile, there's someone else out there that can maybe help you where you're at in your life, right? Like there's, there's, I feel like there's so much fear from Catholics of just like really putting it out there. We've talked about this many times of just like, really just like you're viewed as nuts. But then, you know, what's crazy to me is like, you have like, sorry to say this, there's crazy religions out there and they're not scared and they're out there spewing about the, the (laughs) mother God or whatever, like you experienced, like there's so many like crazy people like talking. I think there's like, um, someone who, uh, there's a, a church, uh, uh, what's that movie that father Sean talked about at your wedding? Uh, dude, uh, Oh my gosh. I can't remember it, but I know exactly what you're talking the about. Bowling guy. Uh, oh, um, the big Lebowski. Yes. <laughs> that, that's, that's a religion. Yeah. That yeah, is a dude. religion. Yeah. The, the dude abides. <laughs> yeah. That is insane to me. The amount of like, you look it up. There's amount of like craziness that hmm. there's a bunch of things that are, but you know, you know what it is, is that people know that that stuff is not true. Yeah. They're just doing it as like to mock yeah. our faith. And so with Catholics, it's like, there's just truth here. And so there's a lot of fear because the truth is convicting. And so people don't spew this stuff on the street because it, it, it causes a response in people. Like if, if you said, if you, are teaching actual truth of what the church believes and in, in getting it out there to the masses, it, it causes us to, we have to respond and our hearts kind of turn. Now with stuff like crazy bat crap people, like you're just, you're laughing at them because you know, it's not true. <laughs> and so there is that, that reality of like, it, it, you need courage to do it. And courage I think is lacking. And, and uh, even with the crazy, the, beyond crazy the satanist they you know do you really think the devil is with red horns and no he's, he's gonna make himself look slick and good and talk to a smooth talk like he's not he's laughing that people think that that's his image like he's walking amongst us you know hmm. it's crazy i like that that was a really good point i, I how do we kind of create more courage right in, in our faith and and being willing to discuss it because you're so right josh too like it does create a reaction right there's a stir so it it's hard to have those conversations sometimes and i think at the end of the day it's it's a matter of again like man i feel like i always kind of say this but it's like if you just approach someone with love right you show them something in a sense of i care about you and that's why i, I say what i say in a sense right like how to because that's the root of it all um but yeah that's so interesting that's yeah because it, it's weird that we live in this time where like ideology equals identity and so just like what you're saying with tom hanks like it's it's hard to separate his politics from his person mm-hmm. and that's kind of what has happened over the years is like a person's stance on things like defines who they are which is just ridiculous it got worse with the whole Trump thing well, it, it, it got it, extremely mm. worse once like yeah, well he, I mean it definitely yeah it definitely exploded just since 2020 I would say e- even like Robert De Niro like just listening to like these people talk and it's just like oh yeah, yeah but the, but that's but this is the problem right because all of a sudden now a person is not valuable they're just now a set of ideas that you disagree with 
So as opposed to seeing them as an individual who was at a different stage, was on a different journey, who has had different teachers, different mentors who pushed them to believe something that may or may not, well, is false. We know it's to be false. (laughs) But like, it's hard. Like, how do, like, why do we respond now? Like, I don't like this person and I'm not going to support them. I don't want, I want their career to burn. Like, like, why do we respond that way? Yeah. Like, it's insane. That's, yeah, that's what I was asking. And then like, I respond in a different way when I find out that someone is of faith. Like Chris Pratt, McConaughey. I know you love them. Like, wow, <laughs> I'm gonna watch yeah, all of Chris, exactly, Chris Pratt yeah. stuff. <laughs> even like find out like Matthew McConaughey was, and even um, uh, what's his name? Started talking about uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, Tyrese from the Fast and the Furious. Ty- uh, yeah. yeah, he started talking about God, like saying like I don't understand why it's a shame to talk about God. Like he really started coming out in his interviews, where to a much so they pulled him from his interviews. And then the actor, there's a live action uh, Avatar Last Airbender, which I love that show. And the guy who's playing Sokka had like he has risen shirt and got and wore the whole weekend wore a religious shirt and had his necklace. And they were asking him to like put a sweatshirt on we're like wear this. He's like, no, and, like to the point where people were like. Oh, you're supposed to be a, a, a Buddhist. It's like, where in the show does it say that he's a Buddhist? Just hmm. let it. And he's not wearing it on the show. Like, just like the hate that people get for it. In, in Matthew McConaughey's book, he says people he broke bread with, prayed with, like when he won the Oscar and he was talking about it, you see them like sit on their hands. And he's like, I was, he wasn't going to put their name, put them on blast, but it's just, it's like um, funny how that like happens. Hmm. It's a unique time we're living in. That's for sure, man. <laughs> it's true. Our ideologies ideologies tend to be the identification, right? Who how they identify it. But yeah, and and I kind of toy I go back and forth with that too, right? Because for us as Catholics, right, and we want to support the things that we believe in, and we want to continue to support those businesses or those people to be able to continue to succeed, so that they can have that platform to, yeah express right what it is that is our faith because more and more of these other platforms are getting you know taken over so mm. one thing i want to say too though because i feel like we've all mentioned this where um i can see where like that per like the person that i was talking about like matthew mcconaughey said saw them sit on their hands like i'm sure we're all like uh guilty and done the peter of not denial but just like where we feel like we should have said more than we should have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, we're all, I feel like everyone even listening is, we're all guilty of, you know, that. Yeah. And I I think again, that's just the nature of the the time that we live in and and our culture and how, how it really just doesn't like, you know, Christian influence and, and I, you know, ideas and, beliefs and values it's it's no longer a virtue like a virtuous thing it's seen as a as an evil thing and so it's it's hard to speak up and to hold these beliefs when you feel as though the world is turned against you and so it just requires a lot of courage an intense amount of courage i was was watching this interview the, the other day and it was just kind of with this guy and he was talking about like, listen, like we're moving into a time, like an age of martyrdom within the church, meaning that we're going to be seeing like, I don't mean literally like people are going to be killed, but like we're in a time where like, you know, there's a lot of prosecution in a sense. People get angry and, and are loud. 
And so it's really going to show people's true colors. Like those who truly believe, like you're going to see, you're going to see them, you know, and, and they're going to be there. And so it's really going to test all of our faiths in this time to, to remain true to, to Christ and, and all that. But what I, what I want to say about all this is like, I think it's just so important for us to rem- remember that we are not our ideology. Like that's not who we are. Like we're not just a set of beliefs. Like we're all sons and daughters of a God who loves us and who died for us ultimately and who, who longs for us every single moment of every single day and just wishes that we were with him and, and, and seeing him and, and, you know, reconciling back to him and, and growing in, in our relationship with him so that he can shed his graces upon us and, and so that we can grow in virtue and, and, and be who we're supposed to be. And that's everybody. That's every single person. And so it's so hard for us to see that, but it, like, but we need to do that. We need to like see all these people as as that. And I think that will greatly impact our emotions towards those who disagree with us. Like as soon as we look upon them with love and faith and seeing Christ within every single person, then I think we can we can get through all this stuff. Hmm. Transcends all, right? That's the most powerful thing. I when um. I was trying to like really discern my next steps in life. Uh, my mom gave me one of the books from Ascension. I think it was uh, Pray and Don't Worry. I think I'm missing a line in the system. But the first chapter and the first thing that they said, before you go any further, and if you want to really truly discern who you are or where you're going in life, just know one thing, that you are a son and daughter of God, right? You are loved. And that can shape so much. I mean, I think that can be one of the more kind of transcending things in, in a life to be able to accept that, believe that and live that out. That can be really tremendous. That's what Satan wants. He wants you to believe that you're worthless and that you're not mm. loved, that you're hated, that you're alone. Yeah. And I think so many people get caught up in those lies and it, and it you succumb to it. It really does. It steals you. It really does. It steals your happiness, your joy. Yes, I mean your heart. Brutal. Like it's, yeah, it's, it tears you. It tears you apart. And so we have to remember that. We have to remember that. Yeah, and I mean, that. yeah. Even I'll say this: like, go back to ask. Um, if you went and asked all our family, like all our family, who would have been doing this right now, they would have not said me and Ryan. <laughs> That's for sure. Probably not. (laughs) No, that's a good thing, right? You're here, you know. You listened, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it does take courage. It takes a lot of courage to put up to you know speak and and talk about these types of things. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's your ideologies do not define you. Yeah, that's really important. I think too to remember because more and more that's pushed kind of in front of us today. Um, But rather. We are loved, right? Sons and daughters of God. And uniquely, your own, individually, right? Like Matt, Matthew Kelly talks about that all the time, right? To be the greatest version of yourself. Like that's that's what God wants for you, right? So how do you not want to turn to, towards that and kind of try to understand that? And it's a merciful God, right? So for us too, it's don't be discouraged, right? If you're not at the same part of someone else's journey, like you, it's your own individual journey. And everyone... There are people there that can help you along your journey. That's for sure, because you need that. But it's unique, you know. It's easy to compare, but kind of stay true to that, because I think that can be really, uh, really helpful too. 
And shout out Trevor Williams, right? A major league baseball pitcher oh, who yeah. spoke up oh, right? against the against the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, doing their thing, right? That. that took courage. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. I forgot yeah, about that. Heroes, yeah. man. That's what yeah. We yeah. That's what we and need. then now he's leading um a hallow. Uh, oh, good for the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Nice started on Friday. Uh, it's going on right now, and it's free to everyone. So if you don't have the Hallow subscription, you can uh, join in on the prayer journey. So, yeah, yeah. speak up, have courage, because and then they God had the nerve the Dodgers to be. Like, then they tried to have like the Holy Night, whatever, and it's just like no, your damage is done. Like you picked the, it wasn't a pride thing; it was a disgrace thing. It was horrible. And just show the true colors. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like we need, we need those. That's that's courage. That's that's the heroes that we need to like. Yeah. To show the world Seriously. that like we exist and that there are people who believe this stuff as opposed to what the was mainstream he on the media Dodgers? No, right? No, he's the Nationals. Yeah. It's so true because everyone, the media wants you to think that this is that, not that prompt. it's ridiculous is... that no one else believes this stuff. That that's what. It's such a shame, like, of what's happening and like how each company throws the rainbow on everything, <laughs> everything. and then they have these nights and it's now just, there's the backlashes uh, we're seeing it this year yeah. this year though it's, it's it's been changing like and and june is also men's awareness like men's health awareness month like mental health and have you heard one thing about it other than me saying it right now no you don't you don't hear anything about it <laughs> you just hear that one thing and it's just like geez and what is like Mother's Day, you get one day. Father's Day, you get one day. Why is it one month for them? It's like, okay, if you didn't have two straight parents, you wouldn't be here either. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a challenge, I do think, for sure, right? We're living in such unique times. And I still feel like I'm trying my best to understand how to approach all of it. But And I know someone who is gay but still believes extremely in the catholic faith and goes to church every sunday oh of course man i mean this is that's the thing right i'm not like bad like i'm not like when i say like one month like i'm against certain different things like pushing it on children i'm against i'm against a lot of things within that community but it's just i'm not like throwing hatred towards like the you know maybe they're lost they're god's lost um, but that, but that's what I mean behind, you know, we've decided that ideology is, is identity. So if you disagree with somebody's ideology, it defines them, right? So if you disagree and say, well, I'm sorry, I don't think homosexuality is a good thing. Well, you disagree with them as a person. So yeah, therefore you hate them. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, you know? I, I love the signs and I see more and more um, like Protestant churches that have this up, like oh the all are welcome here. You know, I I always just thought that was like a funny thing because it was like, well, first of all, or even like on a store, it's like all are welcome here. We're, yeah, isn't that how it works? Like you can anyone can go here, right? Like that's not the, but to have to kind of broadcast that, right? But I guess maybe sometimes we do have to remind everything, everyone. Like the church does not say no to anyone, right? Like we're the doors are always open, mm-hmm. and there is always a way and a solution and love that is available so to you last week we were going to the wedding we drove past a uh church uh um i think it was like a protestant church and they had uh the rainbow flag on there right next to jesus i was just like what the <laughs> it's 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 missing the point i think yeah i think from my perspective um but hey look we'll continue to 
love and and show that you can be loved very much by by God and by the people and around you. So, yeah, yeah, while still holding true to the t- the teachings of the church, you know, it's possible. But, but doing it with like, you know, a cotton touch, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> whatever the hell that means. <laughs> whatever that means. But yeah, man, I feel like sometimes there are days where we're kind of uh, walking on eggshells in a sense, right? You don't know what you can or cannot say. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I w- man, we'll navigate through it. And I'm sure there will be a day where truth will come to light because it always does, right? But So so, but one last thing, one last thing. So I've been really listening to the end of the song recently. It's called Abide in Me by Andrew Marcus. And it's an awesome song. I want to show it to you guys. And he has this line in it. So he's like, he's like talking as if he was God. And he says, you know, I'm, I'm the first, I'm the last, and I hold the middle. I'm the first, I'm the last, and I hold the middle. And this, the phrase just struck me because sometimes I forget that like the Lord is with us and that he's holding everything right now. And I think oftentimes what I do is I fall into this like, place of like everything's falling apart like it's all crumbling like god where are you like why have you forsaken us type of thing it's like why is all of this happening and but it's just so important for us to remember that like he is still god he's eternal he's timeless he's present and he's in control and to just remember that and that his good outweighs everything else and in the end, there will be justice and goodness for everybody. <laughs> like, and just to, to always remember that in the midst of all this ridiculousness, that God is in control and he's present. He's holding, he's holding it right now. So That's cool. I feel like I need to hear that too, just from my own individual, like where I'm at currently in my faith. Because I felt like recently, like, it, I don't know what the word is, dry, quiet. Like I'm praying, but everything feels quiet on the other end. You know, where where are you? But it's, yeah, that's a great reminder. I love that. That's a cool way to just sum this all up. Awesome. Word. Appreciate you guys. Um, please like, comment, subscribe. Help us get to 300 subscribers. Uh, share the video. Comment. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> do them all we appreciate you <laughs> thanks for watching thanks for listening stay rooted in Christ peace peace